Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It was a lovely day at Target Field, but one bad inning spelled doom for Sonny Gray and the Twins as the Orioles Take down the Twins and guarantee a win in the series. They won Friday night in extra innings, and then they win today, the final 6-2. to two. Six runs top of the second inning, and that spelled the end of the line for the Twins today. And I hate to say it, but when they put up that crooked number against Sonny Gray and the Twins early, I felt this is going to be an uphill climb because Baltimore is a very good team with deep pitching, and the Twins just managed one more run that came in the sixth, and they get beat today 6-2. to two. And this is a symptom of this club all season long. They have been getting reliable starting pitching. Sure, they've had their injuries. Kenta Maeda uh, has, has been in and out of the rotation right now, in the rotation. Uh, they lost Tyler Malley. Uh, so... There, there have certainly been some bumps along the way for the starters, but generally it has been the strength of the team so far this year. But they just, most days, do not get the run support. And when you give up six early, that is an uphill climb for the way the Twins' bats have struggled this year. And it just gets down to the mindset has to be for the starters, we really have no margin for error. And when Gray gave up the six, the Twins were behind the eight ball, and they end up losing 6-2 to two today at Target Field. A hit for Carlos Correa and five trips today. Eddie Julian, a couple of hits today. Uh, Byron Buxton uh, had a hit, scored a run, uh, did strike out. Twins only managed seven strikeouts in the ball game today. Another over for Max Kepler. Solano, a big day. He had three hits in the ball game. Michael A. Taylor, a uh, couple of hits uh, for once again, we, we knew he would be a light hitting, but a gold glove caliber center fielder, and he certainly lived up to that. But a couple of hits in the game today, but the Twins just can't get it rolling. And once again, Baltimore is a very good team. They're one of the surprises this year in the major leagues. You look at the standings, and you know, they're no joke in the American League East where every team is above 500. They're in second within shouting distance of the Tampa Bay Rays who are playing great baseball right now at 57-34. and 34. And the Orioles started playing today uh, just three games back. The, the Twins at the moment now 
are in a dead heat with the Cleveland Guardians with the loss today and have fallen back to 500 on the season. And we'll certainly keep an eye. Twins 45 and 45. Uh, the Guardians 44 and 44. And we'll keep an eye on the scoreboard as we move through the day here on News Talk 830 WCCO. But once again, uh, the starting pitching has once been been very good this year, but but the starters just have no margin for error. And uh, Sonny Gray uh, really struggled in that inning, uh, putting players on base, some seeing-eye ground balls, etc. And Baltimore parlays it into six runs. By the way, the Royals and the Guardians just underway right now in Cleveland. That game in the bottom of the first no story. So Cleveland could take the division lead with the victory by a half game going into tomorrow's finale at Target Field. And another note on the finale, and you heard it a moment ago on the post-game download, that uh, Kyle Gibson will get the start for Baltimore tomorrow in the series finale at Target Field. And that'll be interesting as Kyle Gibson, really a good dude, uh, went to Texas, ended up in Baltimore. Uh, Kyle Gibson's really a good guy. And uh, Joe Ryan will get the start. He's uh, certainly had a great year at 8-5. and five. And maybe you heard, the Twins will have two All-Stars. Pablo Lopez joined the American League All-Star team today. And, of course, Sonny Gray was announced earlier. So Gray and Lopez headed for Seattle and the Midsummer Classic with a home run derby on Monday night and then uh, the All-Star game traditionally on a Tuesday night. If you've got a thought on the Twins right now, the the number certainly uh, is, a, is a good way to get through. Talk or text 651-461-9226. That is the city's one plumbing talk and text line 651 9226 is the phone number. And, and I think as we, we close in on the final game before the break, I think whether or not they win tomorrow and salvage the final game of the three-game series and whether they're you know down by a game and a half or, or up by a game and a half at the break, where it stands with the Cleveland Guardians, it's clearly the Twins have to do something to shake up this lineup. That it, it, end of the month, trade deadline looms uh they they have the starting pitching in place to be competitive and win this division but but they have got to jump start this lineup and i don't know what that move is or ultimately who would be available but teams are always looking to add pitching uh, particularly bold pen help all the contenders but but the twins need to go out and find a bat and getting Jorge Polanco back into this lineup would, would certainly help. But I, I've said it before, filling in for Henry Lake on final pitch. And I, I've said it here on the weekends. They need more out of Carlos Correa. I, I know Carlos knows that. They need more out of Byron Buxton. They, they need more out of these uh, well-paid cornerstone guys. Byron Buxton's their everyday DH. He's got to do more. Carlos Correa is making the big bucks. He's an excellent shortstop. He needs to do more. There were numbers earlier in the day, runners in scoring position, particularly in situations where they're two out, big spots. 
the, that those mean wins. Those are big at bats. He is not delivering in those. If if you want to point to why the Twins maybe don't lead this mediocre American League Central by five or six games, I I, I think you can look at this lineup, the lack of production, and the fact that most days they just pile up strikeouts, just non-competitive at bats. So um, a, as we close in on the break. I think it's imperative that Derek Falvey and Thad Levine look at jump-starting this lineup. Clearly, there isn't a lot of help available at AAA St. Paul, or they would have made that move. So I'd really like to get your thoughts on that. I almost feel like that some of the veterans in this lineup that aren't producing, you got to consider some options. It's how long... Do you continue with the Joey Gallo experiment? Oh, for example, I know Max Kepler was on the hot seat and uh, performed better in a stretch, but uh, Kepler, a uh, couple of walks today, uh, otherwise 0 for 2, not a terrible day. But uh, Joey Gallo, 0 for 3, three strikeouts in the ballgame, batting 189. And I know there isn't as much emphasis put on batting average, but it is something that, that certainly needs to be looked at. And I know Joey Gallo is a good guy, and they got him at a bargain. But you you need to find something to create a catalyst. Polanco will be good, but I still think the Twins need to think about going outside and bringing a bat for the middle of the lineup. And uh, it is not Nelson Cruz. Please, please don't call or text because Nelson Cruz uh, is – on the way out of of uh, San Diego. Jonathan Lowe is our producer today. Jonathan, I don't know if you have thoughts about it, but the the pitching is there for the Twins. The, the, they need to jumpstart this lineup. They just, you know, you'll get a game like that Friday in Baltimore. Uh, they, they swept the Kansas City Royals. Granted, your Royals really struggled. But, you know, Sonny Gray gives up six today, and they're cooked. I, I just felt like... In the second inning, it was going to be an uphill climb against the Orioles today, and it was. They ended up getting beat 6-2. to two. Yeah, I was not aware until listening a little bit to the pregame how good the Twins pitching had been Yeah, overall this season, especially the starting pitching. Yeah, and don't s- lay that out. You know, when, when Do Young Park, who covers the team for MLB.com, you know, kind of laid out some of those numbers for us before we turned it over to the lineup card at 1230 today. It, they, they have really done a great job. Yeah, and, and so you look at, okay, what else has been an issue? And it's, I mean, the offense sticks out like a sore thumb. They just, they haven't put consistent at-bats together through this entire season. Um, like you said, Correa... Buxton, uh, Edward Julian seems like he's been playing very well. Yeah, he's done a good job, um, I, but, he, but but he struggles defensively. Right, and so you have you have let's again your your main power players when you're talking about Correa, Buxton. Um, I don't know if Javier Christian Javier was supposed to be a steadying influence, but at the catcher position, that's supposed to be a pretty good one. Uh, and Jorge Polanco is still not in the lineup, right? So, and I think that's a big deal. That sure. that that does 
make a difference when you don't have a guy that you had been relying on for the last three or four seasons to get big hits, to get consistent hits in offense, and he's not in the lineup, that's going to take away from what you can build. And so I don't know what this uh, – uh, the only thing I can think of is they just have to get out of these slumps. They just have to get out of the consistency. I don't know if it's a hitch in their swing or if they're just not getting good at bats where they're hitting the barrel and it's, okay, I'm hitting the barrel, but I'm hitting it straight to the shortstop or or to the right fielder, and I just need to keep hitting the barrel and this stuff will turn around. I don't know if they're at that point yet. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like at some point in time, you know, do do you move on? For instance, do do you continue to give Joey Gallo at bats? You know, you, you brought him in a veteran guy, hoping you'd catch lightning in a bottle, and uh, he, he did a pretty good job. But you know, today, over three three strikeouts. You know, do do you need a guy when you're struggling to put the ball in play, who if he doesn't hit a home run is going to strike out? Uh, to to me, that's Miguel Sano, and they parted ways with Miguel Sano as a result. I, I just don't know how long, for instance, you ride that and you, you find someone else. Now, so, is there an easy answer at AAA, or do you go down to AA? Maybe not. But I think as we rapidly you get out of the break, and all of a sudden it's the middle of July, you're closing in on the trade deadline, and for Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, you have to think, we have to go out and add a bat because the starting pitching is set up where you can win this division. But I'll go back to my statement right out of the ballgame today. The starters have no margin for error most days against good teams. There is no margin for error. So I, I think it's imperative that the front office go outside and and find a bat to put somewhere in the middle of this lineup. And I I I, th- I think two things real quick. Another person that I forgot that I was thinking of and forgot to mention, Karoloff has been in and out of the lineup, yeah. and he's supposed to be a guy that has really g- should really give you a lot of offense. Trevor Larnick, uh, he's been up and down so much that they sent him down to St. Paul. Um, yeah. But it, but going back to Gallo. You you touched on part of it, part of what I was thinking. You got Gallo, you signed Gallo, like you said, on a on a on a whim to try to get him back to what he was a few years ago in Texas. You hope you, you'd sign Joey Gallo, hoping to get Nelson Cruz, but you got Miguel Sano. Yeah, and that that's the thing. When when do you move on and just say, I, I don't think this team is in a position where you can go into the break. And for the most part, continue to struggle against good teams. This lineup struggles against good teams. Sure, Sonny Gray had a bad inning today, but but beyond that, you know, it, it wasn't like that six turned into ten and twelve. You you get behind six to one early in the ball game, at home in particular. You you think there would be an opportunity for them to chip away? They didn't. They they added a run late in the ball game. But I never had the sense, listening to the ball game today and Corey and Danny calling, that there was every th- a threat that the Twins were going to get back into this game today. 
So if the starters, they're a lot closer to it, you know, Gray probably knew, I'm cooked. I, I'm I'm down 6-1. to one. We're done. And that's not a good spot to be. And it's that inning. It's not a, yep. an inning where he really got hit hard. Um, it was a couple walks. It was a couple Texas League bloops. It was one solid single, and that added up to six runs. A couple miss, uh, according to Gray and Rocco Baldelli, a couple missed strike calls. And yep. and all of a sudden, it just snowballed into six, and you're looking uphill after having a decent start to the game. Yeah, and it, we got something on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. An- another guy that's been a lightning rod for the ire of the fans, where for the most part, this lineup has struggled all season long with some, I mean, they've, they've won 45 ball games. It's not that they're 20 games under 500 here. They're playing 500 ball, but with this type of starting pitching, you know, it, 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 it should be 50 and 40, not 45 and 45. I mean, it feels like instead of playing 500 ball, this team with the pitching they've been getting should be 10 games over and have some breathing room over the Cleveland guardians going into the break. But here's the point of Max Kepler. You know, it looks at balls right down the middle, doesn't swing. I don't understand. At bat to at bat. Here's a little progress from Kepler. 0 for 2 today, but he did get on base twice. He has been better lately. And you can say, well, you know, it's injuries and so on and so forth, trying to come back, trying to get back into the swing of things. And right now, if I was going to point to one player who's in the lineup a lot in Joey Gallo, I would say it's not happening. You know, based on what we, we've seen, and, and you look at the numbers, sure, there, there's some power numbers, there's some runs driven in, but but this is this is Miguel Sano for the most part. Gallo hasn't been as hurt as much as Sano, but, um, yeah, I, it'll be very interesting tomorrow on Inside Twins to hear General Manager Thad Levine. Uh, we'll have that at noon. The lineup card at 1230, then Corey and Danny with the final game before the All-Star break against the Orioles. And it'll be a, a fun pitching matchup tomorrow at Target Field as well. Weather looks great. Kyle Gibson, our old buddy uh, for Baltimore, he's having a pretty nice year, 8-6. and six. Uh, ERA a little up there at 4.73. Uh, Joe Ryan has been terrific, 8-5, and five, the ERA 3.5. Four two. That is the finale tomorrow at one ten. We're going to take a break. We'll come back a whole lot more. By the way, you're welcome to join us on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line as we close in on the break. What do the Twins need to do? Do you agree with me that Derek Felby and Thad Levine need to go out and they, they need to get a bat to put somewhere in, in the meat of this order to get things jump-started? And maybe move on from Joey Gallo. Those are my two points. Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, feel free to get a hold of us. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowe on a Saturday. By the way, we'll have a golf update. U.S. Women's Open at beautiful Pebble Beach. Uh, the PGA Tour downriver in the Quad Cities uh, with the John Deere. Uh, that summer league in the NBA. Uh, Henry Lake is out there. We'll have a little sound from that coming up. Uh, Andy Greeter may join with a preview of the Loons game tonight at Allianz Field. 
we'll, we'll do all of it. Steve Carney's going to take because Salvador is going to us an update on the fishing. Where are they biting? Uh, that is all coming up before 6 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is a sports Saturday here at News Talk. A3OWCCO Twins fall to the Orioles. Uh, the final 6-2, to two, they put up a crooked number in inning number two, and they parlay that into a W. 6-2 the victory. The Orioles guaranteed a victory in the series, winning the first two. The Twins will try and salvage the final game tomorrow. Kyle Gibson for Baltimore and Joe Ryan for Minnesota. And our coverage actually begins at 10 a.m. The huddle, Pete Najarian, Dave Schwartz, then inside Twins at noon. It'll be general manager Thad Levine, then at 12.30, our pregame lineup card at 110 first pitch. And a busy sports day following the ball game. Rob Drew's sliding in with outdoor news. Jonathan Lowe producing that. That could start it at 5 o'clock. And between the Twins and uh, Rob's show from the outdoor news, uh, Jonathan always squeezes in uh, a complete scoreboard update. And when I'm out and about, I always appreciate that. So, uh, And then, Gerilyn, tomorrow night to close out your weekend. I learned uh, from the best, sir. I learned oh. from the best. <laughs> yeah, you, you do a good job. You ain't going to need me around anymore. No, no, no. No, trust me. <laughs> trust me. If it wasn't for you, I would not be doing anything as far as NASCAR, Formula One, or IndyCar. No, 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 no. So I, yeah. I learned from the best, sir. Oh well, well, thank you. You're 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 too kind, far too kind. Worked with Jonathan for a long, long time. By the way, we're going to check uh, the golf leaderboard. But if you do have a thought on the Twins, I, I, once again, I'm going to just summarize. They get beat today, six to two. Sonny Gray had a bad second inning, no doubt about it. But beyond that, it it came early. It's not like they gave up six runs in the eighth, and you're kind of like, we have no time. They had plenty of outs to get back into the game. Uh, when I checked, they went down 6-1, to one, top of the second. They still had 24 outs. This game was not over, and it felt over because of the way this lineup has performed. And I think as we close in on the break, sure, they swept the Royals and everybody's feeling pretty good, but they're back to 500. And, and the, those guys swinging the bats in the lineup have to look around. So, so clearly the, the team meeting and whatever was discussed hasn't fixed their ills. And I don't know if they just need a break. And, you know, teams can be second-half teams. But I still feel at this moment in time, if this club is serious about winning this division, and there will be only one playoff team out of this division, and that is the winner of the American League Central, you got to go out and get a bat. And you got to go out and you got to get a legitimate bat. Is that a guarantee you're going to win the division? But the starting pitching is good enough and deep enough where you have to feel like adding a bat and jump-starting it. And, and maybe it'll bring Correa and Buxton along 
and and Kirilov and company. And and may, maybe you need to shake it up to the point where you, you maybe move on from a Joey Gallup. And, and you just say, hey, it hasn't worked out. And over the years, when the Twins have signed, this goes back to Tony Batista. And I, I don't know if you remember this, Jonathan, but once upon a time, we used to hand out an award on the weekend, you know, for a, a veteran signed on a budget would receive the annual Tony Batista award. And you, you got to put Joey Gallo in that category, that, that he would, would be the annual Tony Batista award winner for the Minnesota Twins this year ba- based on the numbers he's put up in a three-strikeout day today. So um, they're, they're certainly in the thick of it, but uh, it, it's now imperative that, that they give him some help. Of uh, the news not good out of Cleveland, uh, the Guardians have grabbed a 3-0 lead over the Royals. That game in the bottom of the second. So uh, Cleveland has a chance to jump to a game over 500 at the end of play today. Have a half game lead in the division. All I gotta say as a law, lifelong Royals fan is, especially this year, um, don't expect the Royals to help you. Because the Royals <laughs> will not help you because yeah. they oh. stink. And, you know, when, when we visited with Doe Young Park, and have you had a chance to put that on the website, WCCRadio.com? It is up, yes. Oh, okay. Um, Doe does a phenomenal job covering the Twins at MLB.com, and we had a great conversation. And he made a wonderful point about the success the Baltimore Orioles are having. And he also made a reference to the Houston Astros. Houston was terrible. When, when they came over to the American League, they, they were bottom feeders year after year after year. And then they got good, and they've been good. Now, now I know there's the cheating scandal and all of that, but, but the Houston Astros are one of the elite clubs in the major leagues. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And Baltimore got good or respectable a year ago. And now they're legit. I mean, we've had a chance to see them. Twins took two out of three at Oriole Park at Camden Yards last weekend. They, they won the first two games of the series this weekend. They're legit. They're, there's no doubt about it. They're a legit good ball club. Now, I'll, and say, I'll, say this, so, I'll say this real quick because uh, we got to get to break. You have to be careful with those type of rebuilds because, sure. remember, Baltimore – was good in the mid in the mid last decade. They got to the American League Championship yep. Series in 2014, yes, they and they did a reset, and they were able to do a, a fairly quick reset. Uh, time, but they speaking. were really bad for a handful of years. I yes, mean, just about four or five years. Yeah. Four or five years. But you could also end up like the Pittsburgh Pirates, oh, like yeah. the Cincinnati Reds, like the Kansas City Royals where you could be bad for a while and you stay bad for a while because you didn't draft well. So you have to be very careful when you go that route. Yeah, when when you just go into complete, you tear it down mode. And a couple of examples, Houston and now the Orioles. The Reds look like they're out of the wilderness having a pretty good season right now. By the way, tied with the Brewers in Milwaukee. 5-5 five, five in the bottom of the fifth. Cincinnati's been another 
a feel-good story as well. All right, quick break. We'll come back, talk a little golf. Uh, the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach looks lovely. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins fall to the Orioles 6-2, to final game of the series, final game before the break. Then Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez head for the Midsummer Classic on Tuesday in Seattle. LPGA, it is uh, U.S. Women's Open Week. Bailey Tardy, your leader for the moment. H.J. Kim lurks one back. Allison Corpus also one back. We'll, we'll do a deeper dive on the leaderboard and the open at Pebble Beach. PGA Tour downriver in the Quad Cities at the John Deere. Brendan Todd, one clear of Alex Smalley. Uh, Cameron Young didn't do much today. He sits one back. Once again, at the annual John Deere Classic. Of course, all the big names across the pond getting ready for the British Open. And, of course, end of the month, the 3M Open at the TPC of the Twin Cities. I hope to get out there for a round or two of that. I think it would be a lot of fun to catch uh, the 3M. Uh, these guys are unbelievably good. We'll have the news and weather in a moment at 5. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.